the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Program guests and Craig Roberts not affiliated with Vitucci and Associates. Information provided for illustrative purposes only does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information obtained from sources deemed reliable, but accuracy and completeness not guaranteed. Vitucci and Associates have no liability for information discussed. Consult with qualified investment, tax, or legal professional prior to taking action. Securities and advisory services offered through United Planners Financial Services. Member FINRA, SIPC, Vitucci and Associates, and United Planners Financial Services are not affiliated. Pat Vitucci says, don't invest in Welcome to Don't Invest and Forget, a weekly financial news magazine designed to educate and equip you with the roadmap and direction you need to manage your money, meet your financial goals, and instill confidence in your investment choices on the road to retirement. Your host is author, radio commentator, and investment advisor, Pat Vitucci of Vitucci & Associates. With over 30 years' experience in the world of finance and investment planning, Pat specializes in personal and corporate investment management with special emphasis on retirement planning. Seems like 1980 all over again. Inflation then, as today, continues to roil the markets. From the peak back on January 4th, which feels like an eon ago, at 36,799, the Dow Jones Industrial Average down 4,851 points, give or take a few, as of today's date. Price at the pump hit $6 a gallon, and Americans took on an additional $266 billion in debt in Q1 just to keep up. Welcome once again to another edition of Don't Invest and Forget, the program that each and every week helps you keep your finger on the pulse of your money from Wall Street to Main Street to your wallet. Our host, 30-plus year financial manager, author, and the principal of Vitucci & Associates, Pat Vitucci, along with premier financial advisor Joel Everett, and our own Don't Invest and Forget man on the street, Charlie Cowain. Well, Pat, for those of us old enough to remember, rolling back the clock to 1980 and thinking about what we paid for gasoline, what was going on in terms of interest rates, a painful memory, and it seems as if we're right back there again. I filled my tank up yesterday, and it was $6.40 per gallon. That's a real eye-opener when the the dial keeps going around and around and around, and you say, okay, you can you can stop now, and it keeps rolling and rolling, so... This is serious stuff, especially those folks who have to drive an hour or so to their place of employment. This hits your budget in a big, big way. And I guess that's why we're seeing credit card balances rose $71 billion from a year ago. That's a lot of money that folks are putting on their credit cards, $71 billion. Uh, I assume some of that is just, you know, food and, and gasoline and or is this kind of a reflection of post-pandemic activity? People are signing up for cruises and vacation and Disneyland and a lot of pent-up demand. And, and maybe that is kind of reflecting in that giant number of $71 billion from a year ago. Inflation is, is a serious problem. The Democrats are going to struggle at the polls unless this thing turns around on a dime. And I don't see it doing that. So we're going to see... A lot of people voting this year, 
a lot of finger pointing. Speaking of Congress, they passed a $40 billion piece of legislation to provide aid to Ukraine. While our hearts go out to this horrible mess that Mr. Putin has created, $40 billion on top of another $8 billion, I think it was, that was uh, passed a week or two ago. People are starting to say, wait a minute, you know, almost $50 billion. What about our folks here on this side of the border? A lot of questions about certainly the empathy we have to have and support we need to have, I think, for Ukraine. Is $50 billion too much or is that the right number? And not being a politician, I can't even answer that question. So here we are going through this. We're not sure if it's a correction, a recession, the beginning of a depression. We'll know in about six months. But we know the Dow Jones year-to-date is down over 13%. The Nasdaq's down over 30%. This is going to throw a monkey wrench into all the optimism that we had just a scant five, six, seven weeks ago when mortgage rates were in the middle twos and now they're in the middle fives. So we've seen a dramatic change in mortgage rates and it's assumed pretty accurately, I think, that we're going to have a pretty severe decline in home sales. Those folks who could afford a home at two and a half percent pretty much get get blocked out when you have to pay five and a half percent on your mortgage payment as a direct impact on your money. And of course, the Federal Reserve is increasing interest rates a week or so ago. They increased at a half a point. Would not be surprised in their next meeting. They do another half a point in an effort to slow the economy down, slow inflation down. But that has a direct correlation with home buying, buying autos, anything you buy on credit, the the rates now are going to be dramatically higher. So we're at this turning point or at this inflection point that I think um, is going to have dramatic impact, at least for the balance of this year and maybe spill over into 2023. I think the auto industry, we just mentioned it, is going to continue to have semiconductor chip shortage issues. Toyota just warned yesterday they're going to have a 20% hit to their bottom line simply because of materials and logistics costs. Their CFO described the cost as unprecedented in terms of getting supplies to finish off a car. So we've got some issues in the auto market, and historically that will result in layoffs or factory closures for weeks on end. So we've got to be realistic about how this spills over into all these other industries. And now with China having several large cities on lockdown because of a resurgence of COVID, uh, we know China supplies lots of material to us, as well as Ukraine. Ukraine's a big wheat producer. So We'll continue to see supply chain problems as we go through the second and probably into the third quarter. But inflation, the consumer price index showed year over year 8.3% gain. Big, big gains in the cost of living. And we know that hurts the everyday 
guy and gal going to work every day. Pat, I was just did a little calculation here. If you commute in your car to work, let's say five days a week, and you have a you know, relatively long commute and sort of okay mileage, you could spend a couple hundred dollars a week on gas. That's pretty scary. That's just unheard of years ago, that's for sure. Yeah, without a doubt. When you look at uh, food prices are up 9%, gas prices are up, um, and then back to the auto industry, if you've been on a car lot lately, inventory is very scarce, and it's a double-edged sword because you've got uh, scarcity as far as your inventory, but then on the other side, you know, rates are going up, so it's it's more expensive to buy a more expensive car. So it's uh, really kind of a concussive thing that it's going to affect everyone's budget. And used car sales are off the charts. I mean, they're charging premium for a used car. And you can see it in the trends of $266 billion in debt in the first quarter this year. So people are relying on their credit cards. And like you said, is it that they're now just participating after the COVID? Or is it people are leaning on their credit cards because they just simply can't afford what's going on? And it's time like this that if, if you're not planning your budget and you're not working with a plan or a planner, it, it might be time to, to talk to somebody. Well, Joel, to be certain, these are um, perilous times, as they say. Difficult to understand exactly precisely how one ought to navigate the markets when the terms of engagement are changing so often. What between the impact of inflation, rising interest rates, supply shortages that ultimately drive scarcity, which ultimately drives inflation. And, of course, against this backdrop... Tens of thousands of hundreds of thousands, if not millions of Americans are attempting to put money aside to buy that first home, pay for a child's education, or ultimately retire. As we look at the current circumstances on Wall Street, certainly getting some secondary insights, some advice, an ability to really gain perhaps a better understanding of where you're at today, where you want to be tomorrow, and ultimately what that path, what that roadway looks like to take you there. If you'd like to take advantage of a complimentary financial health and retirement plan review, really helping you gain an understanding and wrap your arms around your current financial picture, what your dreams and goals are for the future, and just what kind of potential roadmap you could begin following in order to build that critical mass, that nest egg for retirement, well, why not come in and take advantage of that complimentary financial health and retirement plan review offered in any of the Bay Area offices of Vitucci and Associates. You can also have that appointment without cost or obligation by phone or over the internet. To get more information and to schedule your appointment, simply go to don'tinvestandforget.com. That's don'tinvestandforget.com. While there, you'll find all kinds of great resources and tools available to you, so we invite you to go online, check it out, and schedule your appointment. If you prefer, you can always do so by phone. Simply call toll-free 888-PLANWISE. That's 888 888- P-L-A-N-W-I-S-E, or once again, don'tinvestandforget.com. We'll take a brief time out and come back to more of our analysis of the news of the week and its impact on your financial life as Don't Invest and Forget continues. Pat Fittucci says, Don't invest and forget. Don't invest and forget. Don't invest and forget. 
think about information for a moment. It's amazing to realize that within a generation, about 20 years, the best source a person had for investment news and information was the Wall Street Journal. Well, today, especially in the advent of the Internet, we have programs and reports, calculators and predictors, opinion and commentary about anything and everything related to finance. In fact, if you Google the word finance, it returns 1,300,000,000 results. Sadly, at the end of the day, it doesn't answer the core question. How do you know when and if you need the advice of a financial advisor? Well, with some insights to cut through all the din and noise, we're joined by our host, 30-plus-year money manager and retirement planning specialist, Pat Vitucci. And Pat, so many changes to your industry just in the last generation. It's incredible. With the advent of the ability to use computers for even small accounts, years ago, unless you had millions, you didn't have access to all this information as you just hinted at. So with the cost and access going down significantly, basically free now, there's really no reason not to be pretty darn educated on what you're doing and what you should be focusing on. And so a couple of very subtle little things that would suggest maybe it's time to hire a financial advisor. There's some subtle signs that they say, okay, if I hired a financial advisor and it cost me X dollars, am I going to get the results that would add some incrementally better performance, better returns? Am I going to have a holistic approach and look at my money in that 30,000 foot view that says, okay, how does it affect and what are the ramifications of my estate plan, my tax planning, my insurance planning, my debt planning? Orchestrating that plan and choreographing a strategy is so important. And some of these are interesting. If you get a tax refund every year, we say, wow, I've been saving all this money. That's really not good tax management. You've basically given the IRS an interest-free loan for a year. Now, it's certainly nice getting a big check and maybe you're going to pay off a loan or maybe you're going to go to Hawaii, whatever the issue is. But why not take that extra 100 bucks, 300 bucks, whatever it is per month and throw it in some investment so that it's accruing in your account. Be very careful when you approach your tax expectations that it is prudent and suitable for you and money is compounding in your account. And I want to make it real clear, Vitucci Associates does not give tax advice. We confer with tax advisors. We confer with CPAs. We want to ask the questions so that you go to your professional tax person. But we are not CPA firms. We create tax-favorable portfolio designs. But it's ultimately up to the coordination and the orchestration between a tax advisor and a financial advisor. I know a lot of my competitors will try and suggest they are one in the same. And unless you're a CPA and you've you've had a lot of years in the financial planning business, it's pretty difficult to address both sides of the aisle. It is a whole industry, separate and distinct, that requires ongoing, continuing education classes. It is an unreasonable expectation to keep up with both the financial advisory continuing education and the tax continuing education issues. Let's talk about another one, I, I kind of my pet peeve. You really don't know how much you're paying for your investments. I have had repeated meetings with our Bay Area listeners that intimate very succinctly they got X return. And when I drill down and look at it, it is so far off. And then you net out the real cost 
of that investment design and all the folks dipping into that chunk of money, it is always an eye-opener to understand how much folks are really paying for their investments. It could be collecting money from the mutual fund company, from the advisor, from the trading company. There are so many levels that can ultimately pick away at that performance number that the net, net, net number is sometimes pathetic. Is that even true when it comes to, say, a 401k? A lot of people think, well, gee, I get this as a free service or free benefit from my employer. But I've heard sometimes that not only are the rates of returns and the packages not all that exciting, but oftentimes the fees can be exorbitant. Especially in in that 401k market. And over the long run, that has a giant exponential impact on the ultimate performance and ultimate how much money is left there for you to retire on. Now, this doesn't mean that listeners are necessarily stuck. You've often talked about something called an in-service rollover. Give us a moment, if you would, and explain that to listeners. Most companies allow you to roll over a portion of their money, sometimes it's as much as 90% to an IRA. Let's say you work for XYZ company and you have $300,000 in your 401k. By design, those 401ks are very limited in choices. They don't want to give you hundreds and hundreds of choices. So they're pretty limited to 10, 15, 20 choices. Most companies now require to allow you to do an in-service rollover, meaning you still continue to work there You still get the matching. You still get the tax deferral. But at $300,000 in my example, they'll allow you to roll over to an IRA about $270,000. The rules are different for each one, but let's say 90% is about $270,000 to a self-directed IRA, which gives you a whole lot more choices and in most cases, a whole lot less expenses tagged to that money. So you keep the 30 in there. You still make the deposits every payroll. They still do the matching or not matching. It's a tax-free rollover, and it's a wonderful strategy to diversify your monies into a different collection of choices, albeit a whole lot more in abundance of choices. So give that some serious thought to look at, ask your employer, do you allow an in-service rollover, meaning you're still employed, to a self-directed IRA? Thanks for bringing it up, Craig. That was a real good, real good point. We've we've touched on that before, but it is a frequently overlooked option. How about another one that I really um, kind of my pet peeve? In a down market, you say, "Oh my gosh, markets are down. I'm getting out." Instead of saying, "Wow, there's a Macy's White Flower Day sale. I'm getting in. I'm double downing." I'm putting more money in because there's a sale price and the share prices are on sale. The big significant event, the giant recession of 2008, we had a lot of folks calling and saying, oh my gosh, I lost a lot of money. I am getting out. They were so spooked when the markets did such a dramatic downturn. It's emotional and and that fear and greed drives us to make those kind of decisions. Give some thought to, if you don't need the money next year or next month, talk about more money in when the markets are down. I know it, it's not natural to think along those lines, but you go to Safeway, tuna fish is on sale, you're, you're stocking up on tuna fish. The same is true of a down market. Markets don't stay down forever. And if you have time on your side and you have the intestinal fortitude to put up with that down market and buying it at a low, low level, wow, that is smart money management. We've been talking about five signs you need a financial advisor. And Pat, as you've delineated, oftentimes in this modern information technology age that we live in, there's so much information out there, it's difficult for the average investor to even ascertain if they need information, where they need to get it from. All that said, you've walked through some of the important 
key elements that are those indicators. One is if you get a big tax refund every year, you certainly need some help there. If you're not certain where or even how much your investments are (laughs) costing you by way of fees and so forth, that's certainly a big sign. And you touched on the issue as well that got a lot of people in trouble as recent as the 2008 downturn, and that was not having a plan or strategy in place during down markets. What are some of the other signs that we need to be looking for that we need the advice of a financial advisor? Understanding where you stand today from a net worth, what is your investable dollar picture, what is your age, and simply doing some projections. If you're 50 years old and you want to retire with, let's call it a million dollars, and today at 50 you have 100,000, you have to work through some arithmetic and figure out how much do I need to save per month and with some reasonable compounding, for the next 15 years, 65, you're going to retire. What is enough? And what is enough if for you and I and somebody else are very different? There was an author, Mr. Rosenberg, wrote a book called The Number. And we all have a number. And our number is really dictated by what our income needs to be in retirement. Of course, you back into that by looking at how much do I need to save and have some reasonable expectations of performance over my 30 or 40-year retirement life. It is critical folks understand the time value of money and what that's going to do, in my example, from 50 to 65. And that's probably the key thing, the key value added that we conduct in these free consultations. We talk about where you are today, what your projections are, what is your roadmap to retirement? Are you in great shape or, oh my gosh, you better start double downing and saving a whole lot more money. And it's amazing in many, many cases, the old adage, we're hardest on ourselves. People have a lot of assets kind of sprinkled all about. They have an old IRA at the bank. They've got a Roth at the credit union. They've got two old 401ks. they got money in a savings account getting 0.0-nothing percent. When you create a financial plan and gather all those assets and put that to work for you in a well-streamlined portfolio design, it suddenly looks a whole lot more doable to retire at an age that you think is reasonable. But without distilling that down to an eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper and looking at your net worth statement, you never know. It's kind of foggy. That's the one thing I think we do that adds a fair amount of value. And it gives that opportunity to put their finger on the pulse of, yes, I'm making progress. If I keep doing what I'm doing, I'm going to be really in good shape. Yeah, there are a lot of online calculators. There's all kinds of algorithms that can help you do those kinds of things. But without adding those holistic issues like family legacy planning and estate planning and insurance planning and debt planning, the computer algorithms are not that sophisticated yet. They may be in 5, 10, 15 years. I don't know. But we think with a dialogue coupled in with a good strategy and a good formula, therein lies the real merit in building a portfolio design that has legs, that's going to have some sustainability. That's what you want. You don't want to retire, be misguided, and in five years, you suddenly are tapping into your principal. Not a good idea. Please let me emphasize that tax and legal professionals are not a part of Vitucci & Associates staff, but we refer to professionals versed in those disciplines.
And of course, that long-term planning, Pat, includes things like providing for a child's education or maybe a, a grandchild's education, particularly important as grandparents think about legacy planning, tax efficiency is an issue that you talk about frequently. And while Petucci and Associates are not tax advisors, you can certainly make sure that an individual is talking to the right tax professional to, at the end of the day, it's, as you always say, not what you earn, it's what you get to keep that's important. It really is looking at the basic arithmetic of the formula. Sometimes it can be overwhelming, but we do this every day for many, many years. So when we've got computer programs that assist us in, in creating that kind of a plan. And yeah, there's always a little opinions in there and there's some inflation expectations and some growth expectations that can deviate wildly with this volatile world that we live in. But you've got to have at least have some starting point and some very, very conservative interest rate assumptions and, and growth assumptions. And guess what? Revisit those numbers over the years and adjust and recalculate. If you're in a football game and it's halftime and you're down 27 nothing, you're going to change your, your game plan. You're going, to, you're going to adjust things. And not too unlike in retirement planning, you've got to make adjustments along the way. The other thing, you know, that's always a surprise, how about taking care of our parents as they get older? You know, they historically were maybe a little too conservative and maybe uh, didn't have the earnings potential. And many of our listeners are being sandwiched between taking care of mom and dad financially and taking care of those boomer kids who are now moving back in to the home with mom and dad and picking up their telephone cell bill or their car insurance bill or the buy them a car. And the boomer generation statistically are taking care of more parents than taking care of kids. Typically they have one, two, three or four parents and they've got one or two kids. It's a real challenge to have enough money in every time. I guess the last and final thing of maybe another sign you need a financial advisor how about your legacy planning? Does it really succinctly tell the tales of what you want to have happen? How long ago did you draft your living trust or your will? And does it still state what you want to have happen? Maybe you have, maybe you have a few more grandchildren. Maybe one child went through a divorce. One child had bankruptcy. One child, you loaned a couple hundred thousand dollars to buy a house or to get out of an issue that he or she got themselves into. It's about revisiting that living trust you put on the shelf, blow the dust off it and read it to make sure it still expresses what you want. Maybe the successor trustee, the one you were going to trust with handling all your affairs has died or you've fallen out of favor with them. Or it was your sweet brother-in-law who now divorced your daughter. Look at the beneficiary designations. If you're divorced, you can't tell how many life insurance policies go to ex-wives, 401k beneficiaries. The designations are way out of date. So a lot of those legacy survivor planning issues need careful revisiting, take a fresh look. Vitucci and Associates, we are not attorneys. We are not equipped to give legal advice. I would highly encourage you to hire a licensed attorney that specializes in estate planning issues. If you need a referral for a qualified estate planning attorney, call our offices. We will give you recommendations. And of course, in the final analysis, in this information age in which we live, yes, there are certainly plenty of reports and calculators and predictors and commentary available out there. But what's best for your unique circumstances? We're not talking about the world's retirement here. We're talking about your retirement. Pat Fittucci says, don't invest and forget. Don't invest and forget. Don't invest and forget. 
Historically, when you think of retirement age, especially back in the era when mom and dad or maybe grandma and grandpa retired, normally you got into your late 50s, early 60s and thought, okay, I've I've kind of paid my dues. It's time to sort of bring the train into the station and into the depot and enjoy the fruit of my labor and enjoy retirement. And certainly in a day and an age when Oftentimes, life expectancy wasn't until the later to early 70s. That made a lot of sense. But does the notion of retiring at 62 or 65 or even anywhere in the 60s today really still make sense? And to help us answer that question, Pat Vitucci. And Pat, I have to wonder, you know, when you've got 70 and 80-year-olds that go skydiving from airplanes for fun, does it really make sense that we look at 60 or 65 and say, that's it, I'm going to extract myself out of the workplace suddenly? Last week on one of those news programs, there was a a gentleman in Florida, 107 years old, driving a brand new red convertible, a Mercedes red convertible, with his newly engaged partner, who was 100 years old, said they were going to be getting married soon, and he's tooling around in... South Beach, Florida, in this red convertible, looked really sharp, looked really bright. He says he's been driving for 80 years. I hope that's all of us listening today. And certainly, uh, Craig, uh, I hope that kind of formula belongs to us as well. But you're right. 65 is that magic number that we have in the back of our mind that is slowly dissipating in terms of real number. All the trends around the globe are pointing towards older retirement. Either A, because you really enjoy it and you're healthy, or because you need the money. Now, in the USA, a majority of the workers say they will work beyond 65 or never retire. How's that one? But the age and the default is certainly creeping up. Countries like the U.S., Netherlands, France, and Spain are all moving towards 67. And I submit to you, in USA, it's even higher. We've got this mindset, if we're living longer, you've got to have a chunk of money to live for maybe 40 years. That's a pretty daunting number to think, I've got to have sustainable income. What is that going to do to your portfolio? And will you have to go be an Uber driver or take that classic Home Depot part-time job? We know there's been some resistance. In France, they've taken to the streets. They're protesting, plan to overhaul the country's pension system, all he wants to do is move it from 62 to 64. We should all move to France and retire with a full pension at 64. Now, whether their full pension as spendable as our Social Security check, it's probably way too modest to uh, live on. And so so the trends are clearly there. You know, years ago, my life expectancy was much shorter. And so you wanted to retire and go on a trip or two, literally sit on the front porch with a glass of lemonade, watch the world go by for maybe a year or two or three, and that was the extent. And now we know those numbers are just radically different. The fact is, many folks have not saved enough to retire comfortably. The movement to no-income tax states like Texas, Florida, etc., is a big, big movement movement internationally to Panama, to Portugal, to Costa Rica. I've had clients do that very thing, live very, very comfortably on a Social Security check, never mind any other asset base that you might have. So there are options. Healthcare is always an issue. You've got to make sure wherever you're going to land, 
there's some healthcare system that you would qualify for and have expectations of some kind of coverage, always a big issue. The country with the highest age is 67. And I think now we've got in our country, the full retirement age is at or approaching 67. It goes up a couple months every year. So FRA, full retirement age, is 66 in X months. And I think it's this year that it'll actually spill into age 67. Interestingly, China and Turkey came in with the lowest retirement age of 58. So if you live in China and Turkey, you can retire at 58 with their Social Security check. And again, I have no idea how much it covers, but I'm going to suggest it's a fairly modest number. In every country around the globe, retirement ages are creeping up, whether we like it or not. This is kind of the prevailing benchmark of just increasing age. And so it's interesting to see how countries are reacting to supporting their citizens with their basic social security system, whatever that might be. We know in our country, the social security system is broke. It's paying out more than it's taken in. So increasing age every year will eventually cure that problem. But it's been said when the boomers die and move on to their rich rewards, the social security system will have a surplus. That's an interesting development that we'll have to see. Will they then um, go back to a lower age because there'll be such a big, big surplus of monies coming in? Probably not, because by then, longevity age will continue to go up given medical advances and better diets and exercise, et cetera, et cetera. So interesting observations in terms of full retirement age. You got to have a plan. Over 50% of people who retire without a plan of what they're going to do with all that time flunk out of retirement. They say, oh my gosh, I have to do something. They're climbing the walls. They're getting on their spouse's nerves and you know they're alphabetizing the herb rack and they're cleaning the garage once a week and that pattern gets old. And so you've got to have a plan of action. What is your plan to consume all those extra hours that you didn't have, whether it's giving back to society, being a consultant, being a teacher aide, doing something to kind of give back and have a regime, have a timetable, have a program available that will um, make that a productive time. And so you're not bored to tears and you're not one of those 50% of retirees who fail retirement. How do you fail retirement? Well, it happens, Craig. And uh, you've got to have a plan of action of what you're going to do with with all that time. And I guess then to sort of put a bow on this, this is no longer just simply a matter of a date on a calendar. It's other considerations like longevity and what you plan to do when you retire and what kind of lifestyle you wish to enjoy and what your resources, your, that critical mass is that you've assembled throughout your working years to take you through your retirement years. Is this a shifting target, Pat? And if so, is it wise for somebody as they begin to approach retirement age or start thinking about it and say, gee, it could happen anywhere within the next 10, 15 years to maybe sit down with an advisor from Vitucci and Associates and talk about what all the options look like? That's certainly a great idea. What we've got to do is look at the pattern of savings, the pattern of growth. Are you eating into your principal at an early age or are you growing your principal by significant numbers? And let's sprinkle in a really bad idea, a job loss. Your boss comes up to you and says, sorry, our corporate numbers aren't good. We can't support you anymore. Friday is your last day and you're going to get X weeks of severance. It becomes really difficult to find a replacement 
role. And I don't care how many years experience you have, but the world discriminates against advanced year people, right? And so that's probably not going to go away tomorrow. And so something like 26% of people in those early 60 age group kind of land in that in that boat. And it's it's silly to think it won't happen to you. I had a, a gentleman come in. He belongs to a giant engineering company, very successful. He was doing making a lot of money. His portion of that engineering company's facet of work was not doing well. And despite the company doing well, his division was not, and he lost his job. He was very interested in working till 70, and he was only 61. And so that kind of a person may or may not find it easy or difficult to find a job. So the point is, have a plan B in case somebody else makes that decision for you, and are you prepared sufficiently to have some sustainable income for a long, long time? If you have any questions or would like to take advantage of that complimentary financial health and (coughs) retirement plan review, really an opportunity to get a handle on exactly what your nest egg looks like and whether or not it's sufficient to take you to and through retirement. To schedule your appointment, go to DontInvestAndForget.com. That's DontInvestAndForget.com or call toll-free 888-PLAN-WISE, 888-PLAN-WISE, or don'tinvestandforget.com. You've been listening to Don't Invest and Forget with author and investment advisor, Pat Fatucci. To gain more information about any of the topics discussed on today's program, or to schedule your appointment for a no-obligation financial plan tune-up in one of Bay Area offices of Fatucci and Associates near you, go to don'tinvestandforget.com. That's don'tinvestandforget.com. Or call toll-free, 888-PLAN-WISE. That's 888-P-L-A-N-W-I-S-E. Or visit don'tinvestandforget.com. Program guests and Craig Roberts not affiliated with Vitucci and Associates. Information provided for illustrative purposes only does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information obtained from sources deemed reliable, but accuracy and completeness not guaranteed. Vitucci and Associates have no liability for information discussed. Consult with qualified investment, tax, or legal professional prior to taking action. Securities and advisory services offered through United Planners Financial Services. Member FINRA, SIPC, Vitucci and Associates, and United Planners Financial Services are not affiliated. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.